0: Yo, you got to listen to this episode if you want to get started in real estate. right place mr hollywood himself presents the before the millions podcast and now your host DeRay what a do btm tribe it's just me and you today mano y mano and this is episode 130 of the before the millions podcast if you are a new listener Hit that subscribe button. And as soon as you get done with this podcast episode, listen to episode 129 because that's amazing. And so is 128 and 127 and on and on. So grab your popcorn and binge. And if you are a new listener, you are especially due for a binge because this podcast episode may just have you thinking about a ton of different ways to get started in real estate and show you exactly how you are going to get started. Now, your way is going to different from the next person. I'm going to break down exactly what you should think about when you want to get started in real estate, regardless of your situation. Because quite frankly, guys, this is one of the top questions. How do I get started in real estate? What real estate investing vehicle should I use? What strategy should I pursue? How much money can I make in real estate, right? So we are going to get you a ton of clarity today around that subject matter. So it's almost like an extended Q&A that I normally do. Speaking of Q&As, I'm going to talk about a Q&A coming up here shortly uh, when we get to the tip of the week, a way that we could interact and I can actually answer your question or questions live. Matter of fact, because this episode is so good and I don't want to waste any more time. Let's go ahead and get to the tip of the week so we could jump straight into the meat and potatoes of today's show. DeRay's tip of the week. Okay, so over at beforethemillions.com forward slash group, that is where the tribe congregates. That link will take you to our Facebook group. And our Facebook group, again, is called the Before the Millions Tribe. And it's called the tribe for a reason, because we all have our part to play. We all play an intricate part in the ecosystem to help each other get where we want to go. And that's the type of relationships that are being fostered in the tribe over at the Before the Millions group. Now, because this is the most frequently asked question, I decided to make an entire podcast episode on it, which is how do I get started in real estate and what strategy do I use? But you may have some differing questions. You may have some specific questions that you'd like for me to answer or that you'd like help on from general members of the tribe, from past Before the Millions guests. Those people are in the tribe as well. Head over to beforethemillions.com forward slash tribe, join our group, and you'll get to participate in our weekly Q&A. Now, this is something that I'm committing to, which is a strong commitment for me because now I have to put it on the schedule and make sure it happens, right? And you can hold me accountable, but I'm hosting weekly Q&As in the Facebook group to answer your specific individual questions for the benefit of everyone in the group. That's again over at beforethemans.com forward slash group. I cannot wait to see you in there. Now let's get to the show. And now your feature presentation. In this episode, guys, this episode just may be the episode, depending on where you are in your journey, just may be the episode to completely save you from wasting a ton of time from spinning your wheels, from going down a path that doesn't belong to you and helping you get straight to your goal. This episode is the episode on choosing a formidable real estate strategy for your wants, needs and desires. Because guys, most of us, and by most of us, I do mean all of us, we start out in real estate, believe in a certain thing. And this is true to most all things in life. We start out in real estate, believe in a certain thing and navigate to a certain direction and eventually figure out that we should be navigating to another direction. And this happened to me my goal for getting into real estate, my initial goal, before anything else, before lifestyle design, before traveling the world, before creating generational wealth for myself and my family, my number one goal in real estate when I first got started was to leave my W2 day job in two years or less. That was the game I was playing, two years or less. Okay, so that's the preface, guys. Now, before we get into it, I recorded an episode, maybe about mm, 12 episodes ago. It's called Your Real Estate Strategy Sucks, and here's why. That is episode 118. So if you want to know more about my initial strategy and why it sucked so bad, go back and listen to that episode. But the long and short of it is this. My goal was to escape the right race in two years, and my pursuit of a real estate vehicle for me to help me do that was not in alignment with my goal. My first property required 20 to 30,000 dollars, and for my entire life savings, I was handed 250 dollars a month in cash flow. For 30,000 dollars, I was handed 250 dollars a month in cash flow. Many investors will say this is a beautiful thing. I thought it was a beautiful thing. I still think it is a beautiful thing, But my real estate strategy did not align with my goals. My goal was to escape the right race in two years or less. For my strategy to meet me where my goal was meant that I would have to find another twenty to thirty thousand dollars for every two hundred and fifty dollars a month that I made. How many more twenty to thirty thousand dollar down payments would I need to find in the next two years to let's just say get to five k a month in passive income or ten k a month in passive income? Now, I haven't done the math, and I don't want to do the math because I don't want to know that number. And it's a crazy amount. Even just coming up with another two of those down payments, I used my entire savings on my first one. How in the world was I going to repeat this process 10, 15, 20, 30 more times? Again, my real estate strategy did not align with my actual goals. And for that, I suffered. I learned the hard way and I got and I got bruised up along the way. And the reason I'm in all of this today is so that perhaps you don't have to make that same mistake. Maybe there's a way to make sure that your real estate goals align with your life goals. And one of my favorite things to do these days is to get on social media, get on Facebook, get on Instagram, check my DMs. And, and start actually helping people figure out where that alignment is. Because I get a ton of questions from you guys, the BCM tribe, and a ton of questions from people outside of the tribe that may have heard me on another podcast. Asking, DeRay, how do I get started in real estate? How much money do I need to put down on my first investment deal? What's the best strategy to pursue? Why should I go after fix and flips? Why should I strictly do owner financing? What's wholesaling? Can I get into that? Everybody's using an FHA loan to house hack. Is that for me? These questions are all merited. So quite often, we'll work through their goals, we'll work through some, some possible strategies, and then they'll get clarity at the end of that conversation. Now, every once in a while, there's a few people that I just feel an inkling to to mentor, to foster a a bigger and better relationship. And I will invite them to a, a call with me. And this call can be 30 minutes to an hour. I've had some that are two, three hours long of free coaching and just helping them get to their goal. Again, not looking for anything in return. Not looking for any type of validation, but ultimately being satisfied knowing that, hey, this person doesn't have to go through two, three, 10 years of the wrong strategy or not even getting started. And now they know exactly how they should jump into real estate. Now, these pro bono calls, I fit them in in my normal hectic schedule. So there's not a whole lot of them that I can do. But Insta DMs and Facebook Messenger, that's pretty simple. But at the same time, I do understand that there's a large subset of you guys. For one reason or another may never reach out, but listen to the podcast every single week. May want to get started, but can't bring yourself to getting up to the starting blocks. So I decided that I wanted to create an episode for everyone out there who's thinking about jumping into real estate, who's thinking about getting started, who's who's looking to buy their first investment property, who's looking to learn how to wholesale, whatever it is. I want to help you get clarity around your vision and your real estate vehicle today, right now. So to start, let's get one thing straight. All of the niches in real estate, whether you're a fixer and flipper, you're a wholesaler, you're a rental property owner, you're a land investor, you're an apartment syndicator, you invest in mobile home parks, you buy notes for a living. Heck, you could be a real estate professional. You could be a real estate appraiser. You could be a real estate agent. You could be a a loan signing agent. You could be a property manager. You can be an escrow officer. All of these professions, all of these fields, all of these strategies, all of these investment vehicles. There's somebody out there. And quite, quite a few people out there in every single one of those niches and they're killing it. I mean, they're making millions. And it's working. It's working for them, guys. The biggest message that I want to get across to you is that it's working. In every single real estate niche, somebody's thriving in it. A ton of people are thriving in it. So the initial focus on what strategy should I pick as my real estate vehicle, that initial focus, a lot of the times it's based off of our surroundings. It's based off of a podcast we've heard. It's based off of where we think we're going to make the most money or what somebody told us was the easiest thing to do. But I want to challenge that focus because, again, all of these vehicles actually make money and good money at that. Let's walk through this exercise. Let's go ahead and just take money out of the equation. Let's completely strip all these strategies and professions of their money and just look at them for what they are. Just take money out of the equation for one second. We'll bring it back in a minute, but just for one second, take money out of the equation. If you want to follow along, I actually have a guide that I created over at beforethemillions.com forward slash guide. There's also an assessment in that guide that'll show you exactly how to pick your right strategy. But we've taken money out of all these strategies. And now we're looking at them for what they are. Because money is no longer a factor, it's much easier to look at these objectively and start to think, well, what's the most important question here? How do I pick a strategy? What should I be focused on if I know all these vehicles make money and we're no longer concerned with money for this exercise what What else can I focus on? How do I pick one of these strategies? There's so many, and here's where the guide I just discussed comes in. There are three questions that are going to help you form some clarity around what strategy to pursue, what strategy is best for you in particular, you as an individual, and this is where it gets good because I know. That out of these hundreds of strategies, anyone can particularly fit your fancy. It may not be my strategy. It may not be the motivated seller method. And I'm okay with that. Now, I'd be interested to see how many other coaches are okay with you not going with their strategy. But for me personally, I know that when it comes to strategy, it should start with one thing. It should start with you. It's all about you. You are in the driver's seat. So there are three questions that you ultimately have to ask yourself. And once you ask yourself these three questions, that list of 100 strategies, it shrinks down into a list of maybe 20 or 10 strategies or maybe even five because of how crystal clear you are about you and your goals. So here are the three questions. What type of lifestyle do you ultimately want? How do you want real estate to facilitate that life? and by when. Again, I knew that I wanted to escape the rat race. I knew that I wanted real estate to help facilitate that, if not completely do that for me. And I knew that I wanted the time period to be in two years or less. So with that being said, if I heard a podcast about rental properties and it sounds like they're making a ton of money and they're doing, a, they're doing great work and I just love it, but I get into it and it doesn't match my goal of two years... It doesn't match my goal of quitting my job. It doesn't match my lifestyle design goals. Well, I can easily X that off the list. You know, we recently had a a guy on the podcast who talked about slow and methodical investing and putting down 20% and getting a typical bank loan and then rinsing and repeating that process, saving half of his income to buy more rental properties um, to subsidize his living. And that plan is beautiful. It's amazing. It was kind of one of the first plans that I had starting out, but it can't be everybody's plan, right? Not everybody will qualify for financing. Not everybody is going to be able to find $20,000, $30,000 every single time they want to buy a deal or not. Everybody's not going to be able to save 50% of their income. Not everybody's going to have the right debt to income ratio, no matter how much they save. What looks like a good deal to me may not be a good deal to you because of the interest rate you're being charged because of your credit score as opposed to mine. So every single person has a very unique situation, very unique and what works for one person may not work for another person. And it's important to know that because it would be almost impossible for me to find 20, 20K down payments in two years. I know that that would be almost impossible. At the time, I had no idea. I was still trying to figure things out. But again, hindsight is twenty twenty. If I knew then what I know now, I would have chose a different real estate vehicle a long time ago. And that is what I want you to understand here today on this podcast episode so what type of lifestyle do you want? How do you want real estate to facilitate that life? And by when? Get crystal clear on those three questions. And again, you will eliminate most of the vehicles that you're thinking about going after. But yet and still, maybe you, you still have four or five or six or maybe even 10 strategies to play with. And you're still like, "Drea, I still need to hone it down. How do I know this is the perfect strategy for me? How do I know this is going to get me to my goal? How do I know I'm even capable of pursuing such a strategy? So if those three questions didn't do it for you, I have four more questions. And at the end of these next four questions, you will have succinctly narrowed your strategy down to one. Question number one is what is your commitment level? You may not be as committed as the next person. You may not want to make a thousand calls a week to motivated sellers. You may not want to make any calls. You may just want to hand your money off to somebody else and hey, you invest for me. You're pretty good at this. You have a great track record. Hey, let me give you my money. I don't want to worry about doing this. So what is your commitment level? That's question number one. Question number two is how much capital do you have access to? This dictates where you can start moving and shaking in the real estate world. How much time are you willing to dedicate? Again, this and number two go hand in hand, capital and time. I always tell my clients, hey, you may not have a whole lot of capital, then you need to sacrifice and have a whole lot of time. You need to find a way to make a way. Or you may not have a whole lot of time, then you're going to need to expect to spend a little bit more capital. That's just the way things are going to shake. Clients who don't have a whole lot of time, but they have capital, they hire VAs to make their calls for them. Clients who have a whole lot of time, but no capital, they're going to get on the phone and make all those calls themselves. But they can pursue the same strategy. They just need to know that they're pursuing it in a different way because of these four questions, what your resources are. And number four, what is your experience slash education with real estate, if any? This can help you tell you exactly where you need to start, where you need to put yourself. Again, I come from a corporate, big four accounting background. I audited the financial statements of some of the biggest real estate companies in the world. After I left before accounting, I went to go learn the financial side of things. I became an investment analyst for a private equity hedge fund based out of New York, controlling about $30 billion dollars. And I was responsible for investor reporting, and I was responsible for projections. So it was a natural fit for me, I thought, for me to jump into the commercial space because the single family stuff just wasn't working. It just wouldn't suit my needs of escaping the right race in two years. So I went to go get in on a $42 million deal, and I became a syndicator to start raising money. The only reason I was able to enter at that level is because of my experience slash education at that time. You may be like, whoa, DeRaye. I'm not a numbers person. I have no experience in real estate. I'm just now learning the bare basics. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. All that I ask is that you recognize where you are so that you can make the best decision, right? And that's not to say that, hey, you can't be a syndicator, but it may mean that you need more time to get educated. So if you need more time to get educated, to become a syndicator, well, maybe a two-year timeline to escape the right race is not going to work for you. So, either you're going to have to change your goals or you're going to have to change your real estate strategy based on these four questions. What is your commitment level? How much capital do you have access to? How much time are you willing to dedicate? And what is your experience slash education with real estate, if any? With those seven questions, I guarantee you, you'll look at that list in my guide over at beforethemillions.com forward slash guide. You'll look at that list in my guide from overwhelmed and, and confused to this is the exact strategy that I'm going to move forward with. Again, if you want to be a wholesaler but you don't have the commitment to hustle after work ten hours a week, maybe it's not for you. Maybe you need to do something else. That doesn't mean real estate is not for you. you just need to find a vehicle that better suits who you are and this is why I love this exercise because we've debunked the myth that, hey, you should do what I'm doing because I'm doing it, and I love it and I think it's amazing, or you should do what this next person is doing that we' gonna, that's going to be on my podcast in a week or that person you heard on my podcast ten, 10 weeks ago, but now It's like you should pursue a strategy that best suits who you are, your wants, needs, and desires, and by when. Some of you want to house hack, but don't live in the geography that allows you to do so because the concept of getting paid to live for free is amazing. You may want to reconsider where you live, or you may want to reconsider the strategy, or you may want to pivot because maybe there are no duplexes, triplexes, or fourplexes in your area. Maybe you want to pivot to maybe house hacking your actual house, your three-bedroom, right? But again, consider where you are. Consider how your family would feel about that. Consider all of the things going on in your life and make sure that is a formidable strategy. At this point, we've interviewed over 130 millionaires and entrepreneurs from all over the world. 130. In these past 130 episodes, there is going to be a strategy that suits your needs. Whether it's my strategy, the motivated seller method, whether you decide to become a real estate professional like an agent or property manager, whether you decide to get into wholesaling or bird dogging or fix and flips, there's going to be a strategy in the archives that suits your needs. So, also, what's included in that guide are case studies and then episode outlines to show you, hey, if I'm thinking about going the traditional rental path, what episode do I need to listen to to learn a little bit more about this strategy? So, I have all of that included for you guys. So, you, you could get that guide over at beforethemillions.com forward slash guide. It's a total 100% freebie and, um, Everybody who's been through the guide so far, they, they absolutely love it. And halfway through the guide, you'll go through an assessment and that assessment will help you hone in on the strategy that you need to pursue in this real estate investing world. And then there's a contract for you to sign by yourself with yourself to make sure that you commit once you find your strategy. I want you to commit. And there are three ways that I want you to commit. And every single one of those ways involves an external party to make sure that you are locked and loaded, to make sure that you pursue your dreams without any reservation. And then you sign that contract and you can hang it up on your wall. Now, naturally, I know that strategies at the same time, they change over time. Your wants, needs, your goals, your desires, what you're exposed to, it changes over time. So this is not to say that your strategy won't change, but walking through this exercise we've just walked through on this podcast, you're giving yourself clarity You're giving yourself confidence to go down a path that you may have not had a whole lot of confidence in before, or you're giving yourself a reason to say, no, this is not the path for me. Let me go explore this over here. But ultimately, it's that clarity that you get. And once you have that clarity, that builds confidence. When you have that confidence, you're actually going to pursue the strategy that you've selected for yourself. And at that point, my job is done because that's what we're here for. Lifestyle design through real estate, your lifestyle design, not my lifestyle design, Not my client's lifestyle design, but your lifestyle design. What does that look like for you? And how do we pair a strategy that best suits your lifestyle design? I've walked through this individually with hundreds of people at this point. And now we've produced a podcast episode that'll get you to your goals as quickly as possible. This learning process doesn't stop after this episode, but it starts after this episode. So if this podcast episode has helped you, get some clarity around your goals and your strategy, and you know one or two other people that you believe that it can benefit, somebody who's contemplating on how to get started or when to get started or if they should get started in real estate, then send them this episode. And I guarantee you, they'll thank you for it. Until next time, my friends, select your goals, match it up with a real estate vehicle, and ultimately get to your vision of lifestyle design. I'll see you guys next week.